It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. And yes, the weekend, it has arrived again, Saturday morning, the 29th day of July, a busy real estate weekend perhaps for you. We know that many around the country are going to be extremely busy and good Good luck if you are negotiating any property deals across this weekend. And also a good morning to our real estate agent listeners out there that are prepping and getting ready for their Saturday morning. You know, for real estate agents on the weekends, it's really non-stop organised chaos is probably the best way to describe it. They've got open homes, buyers and sellers, of course, to negotiate with and they're constantly on call just to help close for their clients deals which means sacrificing their own weekends it's not an easy profession we've said that in the past so good luck to all of our real estate friends out there across the country in fact joining us this morning is Lisa Harper from the Property Collective who is a real estate agent and a very good morning to you Lisa so I'm surprised we were able to get you onto the podcast. It's a Saturday morning. How busy are you on a weekend? Good morning. Um, yes, I'm very busy. I'm racing around like a headless chook currently, trying to get from A to B. Yeah, so Lisa, I don't think people fully understand and realise just how busy the weekend is for real estate agents. No, that's right. Um, It's a crazy busy uh, Saturday for us and we typically start from seven and we're working all the way through to five, six o'clock. All right. Well, we'll come back and talk to Lisa in just a moment. Every morning from 6am, we bring you the latest real estate news with diverse perspectives from leading industry experts. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. And right now, it's time for another 30-second property tip, and we go to Melbourne this time, back into Berwick. And uh, Debbie, good morning. What have you got for us this morning? Okay, so I think at the moment, for a seller's point of view, I think a good tip would be to establish a relationship with some of your local agents, have some good dialogue around what you're looking for, what you're trying to purchase, and being the issue at the moment that there isn't a lot of stock, that perhaps the agents can reach out to you and suggest properties that are getting ready for market that haven't come on as yet, but make suggestions to you so that you know what you can look forward to in the next few weeks or month. And then you've got time to do your due diligence and talk to your banker, your broker, and um, know what your chances are of purchasing any of those properties that haven't even hit the market as yet. Each week, we bring you in-depth real estate discussions, including inspiring stories from homeowners, knowledgeable real estate professionals and economists. Whether you're a buyer, seller, or just a real estate enthusiast, 
We are your ultimate property podcast. As you may very well be aware, there are pockets of housing across the country that are experiencing double-digit growth in property values. And while property prices nationally rose 2.3% over the first six months of this year, some suburbs saw as much as a 14.4% growth in median house value. Yes, top 10 suburbs nationally with the largest six-month growth in housing includes Hurlstone Park with 14.4%, Fairlight at 13.4%, and Smithfield Plains at 13.1%. Not bad if you are an owner in those areas. And Sydney's rebound and strong economy benefited premium suburbs close to the CBD. Not really that surprising. While demand for relatively more affordable capitals like Adelaide and Brisbane is definitely continuing. And if you're wondering about those rents, well, they were up 11.8% year on year nationally with a rental vacancy rate of 1.5% in June for this year. And low levels of new investment in housing and higher interest rates are impacting on the supply of available rental stocks and the rebound in the number of people arriving in Australia is certainly driving more demand for rentals. All right, if you are turning a year older today, happy birthday to you for July the 29th. Sharing it with you is Stephen Dorff, the American actor. He's turning 48. David Warner, the Australian cricketer, is turning 35. And Kate Ritchie, the actor, she is turning 43 today. We had done two reasonably substantial renovations previously. And I think had it not been for that, we wouldn't have had the confidence to tackle it. So being able to acquire a home like this in the metro area for 400 or less is becoming increasingly difficult. When you see how rapid rates have risen over the last 12 months, we're starting to see, of course, the public, the buying public, still having to make a buying decision. The fact is that you can, you know, wake up and see the rowers on the Yarra River and the mist rising. Then you could walk the tan track, which is about 3.8 kilometres. Let's fuel your passion for property together. Join us, along with our industry experts, to help inspire and inform your next real estate decision. It's the main Centre Forecast. And around the country, let's see if we can find some sunshine. First, we go to Sydney and exactly that. Uh, blue skies, sunshine and 23. Maybe just a little bit of cloud cover. In Melbourne, expect mainly fine and 18 degrees. And Brisbane is the place to be. Blue skies, plenty of fine weather with 25. And in Perth today, expect a cloudy day and the possibility of some rain and your high 19. Ready to take your real estate knowledge to the next level? So are we. We are back with Lisa Harper and she is from the Property Collective in Canberra. And Lisa, Canberra's housing market, now it has stabilised with the median house price 
currently sitting at just over a million and thirty four thousand. Now that is unchanged from the previous quarter. How are you finding the market there in Canberra right at the moment? I think now it's stabilised um, and I feel that, you know, buyers um, have a more positive outlook on the property market. So I would expect that that would improve over the next quarter. We're seeing here in the market at the moment, buyers are a lot more positive. There's more buyers out there in a better position financially and sorted themselves out with um, their, their current situations to allow them to be able to purchase at a level that they're, they're comfortable with. Um, I think what's happened is buyers have gotten used to the rate rises now and there's a little bit more positivity in their mindsets and in the market. Yeah, so experts warn that house prices, now they are likely to rise in line with other capital cities. Having a look at Sydney's median house price, that currently is sitting at 1338000 That is up by 5.3% over the quarter, indicating the recovery in the market. Canberra is in fact the last city to reach its price trough following Hobart's in increase in house prices. Tell us a little bit about what's going on with the the units there because Canberra's median unit price, that is sitting just over 545,000. That is down 0.9% over the quarter and 10.5% year on year. So what's going on with those units right at the moment? I think um, the apartment market has weathered the rate rises a lot better than houses. Um, So we haven't seen a large decline in terms of prices. If not, it's actually increased slightly for for certain developments in, in our city. Buyers, you know, are deterred by um, purchasing at that price point. So that's a, probably been a positive influence on, on the market when it comes to apartments in Canberra. And what about the springtime? Because I guess you're expecting to be a lot busier with the selling season of spring with a potential bump. What do you think is likely to happen in Canberra? I actually think it's going to be a good spring season. Uh, Typically, spring tends to be busier. Given the rate rises, I think, you know, everyone's gotten used to that now and there's more of a positive mindset out there. And I think we're going to see an influx of properties hitting the market. Those that are obviously in a position where they need to move on from their current property based on the the finance situation which they may have put themselves in. Um, So there will be a mix of that, but also, you know, a mix of those people that are looking to upsize, upscale and downsize size. And what about the current uh, stock, the supply? How are you finding that? The supply, um, that's picked up considerably in the last month. You'll find that there's a lot of properties that are slowly trickling onto the market. But I think, you know, after the next few weeks, um, that will multiply. And just finally, first home buyers, what's the situation going on in Canberra for you, Lisa? You're dealing with those first home buyers. Are they still struggling trying to get their deposit? What's what's happening in the space around that? 
So the first home buyers um, have probably been hit the hardest um, with these rate rises. Um, it has been quite difficult for them to try and purchase in our market here in Canberra um, because they're often up against investors and those that are obviously um, in a better financial position. But I think a lot of them have wrapped their head around the rate rises and had to compromise on um, their purchases. And that's a big thing that first home buyers need to realise that no property is perfect um, and that you know there's always a compromise you know those expectations have always been set quite high and they want everything but unfortunately you can't just get everything and you need to start somewhere and it's a stepping stone yes indeed a stepping stone is what everybody is looking for and on tuesday it is rba announcement we've got to throw it to you what do you think might happen on tuesday do you think they'll move and probably move 25 basis points or do you think they might just keep it the same no change you know what i've always remained positive um and i'm gonna say that i think it'll remain unchanged i hope so for those buyers out there that it does all right well we'll leave it there thank you lisa in canberra on a saturday morning getting ready to head out to your open homes have a great weekend and look forward to a bit of a bump in spring for you there in canberra thank you so much for your time and have a great day everyone out there Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. Regardless of the environment, we've noticed that still Geelong is better value in terms of what you get down here and a lot of people are still moving down from Melbourne. So as a business, we were 79% at the same time last year to what they were at 54% as an average. However, as an average currently for the year to date for our business, we're still sitting over 80%. The broader trend suggests that sales volumes are actually stabilising. They're flattening out and that points to, I guess, a a broad kind of stabilising in market conditions more generally. And then the third one was the market of Western Sydney. So this is your Black Towns, your Parramatta's. These are the three core areas where we saw a few commonalities being some of the low supply, some of the conditions of you know heat and of course affordability. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 